in a universe where life does not end at death. We explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to Arthadian Anthologies. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to a Reborn in Power series featuring two of Evemore's chosen. One of the dusk, and one of the dawn. And the most climactic clash the Core Realms has ever seen. Follow along as we dive into the conflict that curses the realm of Evemore and her children. Archon. You and your commander, Raiten, Head back to the Carvarian vessel you commandeered after your meeting with the Ritanium asteroid. The plan is to continue with taking out the device that has silenced communication with the Arch Commander. Then, you will lead an assault against the Carvarians and obtain the resources of the Mother Kind. After contacting the Spec Ops about the updates, he relayed vital information that could prove useful against the Carvers. They tend to be vulnerable to high sound frequencies. Now, as you and Commander Wrighton have found the Carver outpost, I'd like you to roll me a stealth check, please. First roll, first roll. Let's of, get it. Of the th- third session. Last session. Cocked. That's, that's cocked. Oh, gosh. We're starting off really well today. <laughs> Nat one. We're starting off what? really well today. What's the total? Just tell me the total okay, first. Okay, total is... Uh... Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Six. Really? I have no... Th- I have nothing in this one. Or agility. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, so. <laughs> sorry, guys. That, that was just like, uh, that was really unexpected. It was a low, it was a low set difficulty. But <laughs> um, huddling behind an outcropped piece of the asteroid. You feel a slight indent at your foot. As suddenly, an alarm sounds at the outpost, alerting the Carbarians. Roll for initiative.
that was quick. <laughs> go, go right off, right into, right into it. Um, that's what, how I roll. What, what'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, I got a twelve. Twelve. Okay, give me one second. I'm gonna. Uh, Siron is a twelve, and a Riton. Titan got an 18. And you see four uh four of these carvers. Oh. Two of them crit. They are they are about I would say fifty feet away or so. Uh, they have a range movement, range three movement. But as they're as they begin to look over, they're like, Rah-chi-rah-way! and uh, two of them are at a console, and you see this large antenna that is extending up into the center area of this of this little. Uh, Outcrop that they have, and you see the four of them that were that were kind of like walking, d- doing doing their guard trails. Uh, they all begin to crawl their way over to you guys. Um, they have they take they pull out there some blasters. Uh, two of them go to fire. So. They're going to use their scatter function on their tech blasters. Uh, you need to roll a dodge. <laughs> Gotta use my weakest one. Sorry, but that's... What did you get? Six. Again? I used a different dice. What is going on? We we established that this doesn't happen very often. It's because it's because we took so long to, to come back to this game. Exactly, the game is punishing us. Okay. Um. So they deal two points a year armor threshold. The first one deals two points of armor threshold, and the second one, uh, what's your armor rating? Oh, armor rating is 24. Okay, yeah, then they do four, uh, you get uh, four points to your armor threshold. As you see, they blast out like, almost like a shotgun, like shotgun barrels as, as they kind of scatter between the two of you. Um, dealing, ma- mainly dealing damage to your uh, to to your armor, and now is Commander Wrighton's turn. Commander Wrighton pulls out a a, fo- uh, a photon blaster and then goes to aim it. As he aims it, he lets out a photon blast. Critting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
you see it it blasts off of one of their their uh actually it doesn't it wouldn't blast off the armor goes past the armor it doesn't really do deal too much damage to him seems like he has some kind of res no he doesn't have resistance uh, it, you see the armor kind of uh absorb the the energy or not not, not absorb it kind of like it kind of shifts off the the armor okay um, but yeah. It... Now it is your turn. Okay, well, let, let's start off with one-man army. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I need to improve my odds here. And, uh, and how far away is the closest one? Uh, right now, they're 20 feet away. 20 feet? Okay, I'm going to go up to the first one. Okay. And I'm going to... Let's just start with just a basic attack. I'm going to go hit him with my... Oh, yeah, I'm going to hit with my Devastator. Start with that. Okay, Devastator, go ahead. Are you going to use a function on it or no? Um, the pulse function. There's three... you know, I'll use the pulse function on this first one. Okay, okay so you activate the pulse function... Um, and you rush, you rush forward, uh, starting with one man, one man army. So that, so that was two maneuvers. You have one more maneuver left. Do you want to just use a field of silence? If just in field case. of silence, probably what yeah. I gotta be doing. Okay. Or or a rune or a rune stuff like rune stuff. It's up to you. <laughs> I was thinking that if there are further back, but for yeah. now, since okay. I'm closing in, go ahead. Nice, nice, okay. Okay, 26 on the first. 26 on the first. Uh, you're doing that, so they're going to parry. They did, They got a 24, which means that you hit. That's what I'm talking about. And since I activated my pulse, I'll take out the damage for that one too. Oh wait, do we, did we? Did you have a? Do, do you have? You have talent in what you just did, right? Yeah. Because because I forgot you you have disadvantage on basically everything because you're on an asteroid. And oh yeah like, yeah I have talent. Uh, so so it would it would have been a minus one to that, so it would have been twenty five, but you still hit. Still. <laughs> but just, just just so you know, yeah you, you have disadvantage on a lot of stuff. Understand right now. You got it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. We, we haven't played in a while, so so we're going like, to take some time to know what we're doing. Oh, that was good. 17 plus what? So 17 uh, for the... Oh, yeah. So 17 plus 6. So 23. 23. You got past this armor, which didn't even matter because it was still kinetic damage. Um... First, he needs to roll a discipline check. No, 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 not discipline. Endurance first. Endurance. Ten. Fails. So, uh, as that fails, you see it. 
it begins to get kinetically rushed from from your huge blast, uh, the, the pulse of, of your of your dev- devastator, and you see his, uh, his arms and legs begin to begin to kind of fall, and you see he kind of like collapses to the ground. Um, he's still up, but you can tell he's weakened. Um, and then you also have one more form you can use, or two if you use field assailant. He's still up. Actually, I totally forgot to add the uh, one-man army damage to it. One-man army does damage to it? Yeah, yeah, if you have talent, which you do have. I can add the roll to the damage of the defense. Give me a sec. Let me check something. I'm going to pause it. All right. We're back. Here we go. Um, So you're going to be doing... You add an extra an extra D twelve to from from the one man army because you didn't do it with, with the actual offensive so form. I'll roll that extra D twelve right now. Plus three, plus three. So you did twenty three points of damage, correct? Originally, so twenty six now. So twenty six total. Still up, but he's barely kicking. <laughs> um, yeah. Then I'll just strike at him with the devastator. Okay. So that's that's the second form. Yeah. And uh, then in case if it's needed, field assailant after. And uh, just so you know, you can also either deal deal an extra D12 damage because you still have one-man army. It's for oh, any yeah. offensive, defensive. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the best skill in the game. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do that. So I, I get extra D12 you want, to the initial roll then? To the initial roll or, or, or the, damage. the damage? I'm going to do it to the damage. Okay. Yeah, because I have a feeling I need to get past its armor. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah, no, it's not gonna be because you kinetically brushed it. It's, it's. Yeah. Okay, so then I have the extra uh, D twelve plus a D, and then plus uh, what it normally is to use it. So. so a D a D six and a D D four. Yeah. D sixty four. D six. Six. You know, I left it. <laughs> I left it in the corner. I thought I had it like on the table. Okay. Here we go. Why, why are there two D12s? Um, you don't get two D12s. Oh, yeah. Oh, because I was thinking it was a field of sand at the same time. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll just reroll one of the D12. And why, why D8? Uh, I left that in from the last time. Oh, I didn't even okay. see it. Okay, sorry. It was out of my view. I can't see that. It's out of my view. Four. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, so 11 plus 6 with the bonus, 17. 17. Still gets past its armor rating because it's it's still considered kinetic damage. Um, But its armor hits or is 12, which means that it takes only 5 points of damage. But that still takes it down. Yes, you (laughs) whack its freaking head and and you hear... Well, you don't hear anything because it's space, but you you see it, its head contort into a certain direction and it falls limp. Uh, you still have one more man- maneuver. Would you want to do? A, you can't do a field of sailing. Yeah, yeah um, because there's nothing in front. Um, you could do a, a runic say, a runic yeah, ability. I was just gonna say I'm thinking about doing runic missile. Okay. Um, 
was what 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 rank is it? And it does it's it have, rank five. Rank five does it have talent? Yes, it? it does. Okay, let me let me just read it out real quick. Runic missile. Runic missile. You shoot out a number of damaging beams equal to this ability's rank. So five. You get five beams. Damage of the missiles e- equals their runes rank die. So what, what's the runes rank die? Yeah, you, you you have to check your rune that you're using. The, the, the void rune? Yeah. What's rank? That's rank five. Okay, so it's going to be a d12 plus the rune's uh, rank bonus. So five. So d12 plus five. For each of these five beams. Mm-hmm. Um... You have talent. You have talent in it. Yes, I do. Uh, it only costs one charge to use. Perfect. Okay, I shall do that. But so it, I automatically get to roll all of those instead of having to roll to see if it hits. Or how does that work? Uh, the set difficulty is your level. So what is your level right now? I'm level nine. Level nine plus the runes rank, which is five. Uh, Fourteen plus the abilities rank. So nineteen. Nineteen okay. is the set difficulty for them. Got it. So go ahead and roll those five D12s. <laughs> this is where her burn forging comes in. And uh, right now there are three more that are that are near you because they just they all ran up. Got it. Um, so I want to do a like two on one, three on the other. Uh, so like you have you have. There's, there's three there's of them. Three right there. Exactly. So you want to do two, two on one and three, three on on one, one more. Yes. And then just have one just be exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I want to at least ensure the kill of one of them, and also lets me like test out. Okay, this is how strong each of them are in case they start running. At me. Okay. Okay. I know what I'm doing. I'm Siron. Let's go. <laughs> Strategy, man. Dang it. I wish you freaking succeeded at stealth. God. <laughs> That's a total. 41. Okay, okay. Actually, let's do th- three on one and then not not, not total. Oh! Yeah. You have to deal damage based off of... Oh, who- got you. So oh, cho- yeah. choose which ones are, are for who. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if I just choose it, wouldn't that just be unfair? Now you roll six. Oh, my God. You're supposed to roll five. <laughs> Are you are you high right now? No. <laughs> Just re-roll, re-roll. Okay. So I roll three on one of them. Okay. Twenty-four. Twenty-four on the on the three? On, yeah. Okay, so I roll pretty low on all of them. So okay. Um Your set ability is 19. Success. Oh. Uh, fail. Success. So one of those hit. Okay. Uh, so it would just be five. Five. So uh, eight. Eight points of damage. But it is void. It's considered void energy. Um. Are you trying? Are you trying corrupting or are you trying siphon? Siphon. Siphon. Okay. 
uh, you take you take uh, eight energy back. Do you have how much how much energy are you down right now? Um, with that one, let me double check real quick. So you're so now now you're you you take eight energy back. So you're you're up eight energy. Switching music. No, no, no! What I'm saying is, I can't tell how much the rudic missile one costs. Oh, uh, it doesn't cost. It, it doesn't cost any energy. It's, it's based off of the oh. rune charge. Oh, okay. Oh no, yeah. but I, okay. Well, I, so, already got, I already had full energy. Okay, okay. Well, then. Yeah, no. So no, that matter. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering. It's like, wait, how come I can't tell how many it costs? So it might be better yeah. to corrupt people instead. Uh, um, yeah. So it's no, the, ne- the next one. <laughs> what, what, what's the next one? So I'll roll that now. So two of them. Yes. Okay, so uh, one of them d- deals damage. Okay, so 13. That's going to be plus 5. Um, want to try corrupting them? Yeah, I'll try corrupting on that one. Okay. Still fail, even with a crit. <laughs> they have a low will. They have two will. <laughs> Um. So yeah, you see, you see the other one that gets. Uh, so first, the three fly up. You see this guy jumps out of the way of two of them, and and the first, and it, it hits his chest, and you see it kind of go around his chest. He's like, uh, the energy kind of gets siphoned out and, and kind of disperses out of him. He's like, and he's looking around like, and then the other one, two more missiles come by and and he's able to dodge out of the way but then it hits him straight in the head and you see him shake his head and he looks around uh what do you want to order him to do i want him to attack the closest one that i hit okay uh and now it is uh this one's turn as he goes up to attack his ally that he that just got siphoned um Yet he hits, uh, dealing two d six. He's slashing through his armor. Hits again, and you see him two strikes. Tears off this other guy's armor, so now he's vulnerable. It doesn't have any armor on. Perfect. Um, and now it is that one's turn. Uh, that one strikes at the one that just hit him. <laughs> You get to tear off that guy's armor. 
It's again. They're basically just attacking each other now. At this point, <laughs> that the they're not they're not that smart to know the difference. And it's like, what the fuck is going wrong with you? <laughs> I can use that to my advantage. Um, and then it is now Commander Wrightson's turn. Actually, no, no. It's 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 the first two's turn. The first two are gonna. Well, one of them is dead. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's dead. Uh, the other one is gonna go up and and rush at you. He's the one that that hasn't been hit. Yeah, hit, yeah. Got it. And he's going to rush at you for an attack. Uh, that's a twenty-one to hit. Twenty-five. From for my parrot. Actually, he's going to use a flourish slash, so he gets three three un- unarmed attacks. Um, so that's twenty-five. So you you're able to parry. Okay, repost. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, by the way, remember you can do it for defensive forms too. When I'm in army. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, I'll use it next time. Okay. You can also use it for this because it's still considered an offensive form. True. So yeah. Oh yeah. If so you I'll want three D twelves or do do one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because let's see, got the D twelve for that. So you have additional D twelve for the repost. Twelve for the hit. And D twelve for the one man army as well. Uh, if uh, are you doing it for damage or yeah attack? So uh, for you get first attack. Just, oh yeah. First so attack. so sure. just roll the two two D twelves. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Try to parry as well. Doesn't parry. Okay, there we go. It needed to at least get like an 11 or higher. Actually, an 8, a 10 would have been good. Um, does the D12 also go to the damage for the repost? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you'd have three D12s plus your normal damage. Plus, yeah. So a, D, a yep. D6 and a D6 D, and D4. D4. There go. That's a lot of damage. Wait, actually, it'd be two D12s. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was confused about. Okay, cool. Sorry. That makes sense, yeah, because you have the yeah. one for the repost. And then one and for, for the one, one man army. One man army, exactly, yeah. Dang, you're still not rolling really well. This is not good. <laughs> but at least you have a lot of damage dice. 22. Boom, boom, boom. 22? Mm-hmm. Okay, you hit. Uh, well, you you did, you I damaged. Did. <laughs> uh, you definitely <laughs> did damage. Sorry. Uh, Twenty-two. So then that that would mean it would only be uh, twelve points of damage. Because of this guy's armor. This is the guy that you you haven't hit, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. This is the one I haven't hit yet. Um. Yeah, he takes 12 points of damage. You see, he's he's still kicking. Um, but that was his first strike. Uh, basically, he goes and does like a f- one slash down. He you parry it off. You hit him in the chest. He takes another uh, another gash on, on the other side to go to go hit you. Um, this one is going to be a 24. Actually, no, 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 24. Sorry. Uh, I had 19. 
Yes, it hits! Ah, thank you. I want to actually do something to you. That's 11 plus 4. So, 15 points of damage. It doesn't It doesn't get past your ar armor. Yeah, it doesn't get past my armor uh, rating. Uh, armor rating. But that deals 6 points to your armor threshold. Dang, that armor's almost gone. Carvers, dude. And one more, one more strike. You better parry this. I'm hoping. You better parry this. What'd you get? I got a 23. Oh, wait. Actually, I'm going to use it to the defense. Okay. This one. Okay. Go ahead. So. Oh, another uh, D12. Oh, yeah. 23 plus. Okay. So 27. Still not enough? Got a 29. Oh! <laughs> Still not going to get above your armor rating, but I'm cool it with that. deals this time. So this time it deals uh, four points to your armor threshold. My armor is gone. You see it tear off your armor. Um, as that happens, you uh, you you had environmental pack on your armor. You're in space. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I'd like you to roll me an endurance check. you get 14 I don't have any bonuses in fortitudes this is my second lowest and I rolled a 9 okay 10 sorry guys give me a second <laughs> Uh, 35, 40, 44. I have 42 health. You fall unconscious. <laughs> Not this shit again. <laughs> you fall unconscious. Um, I was not planning on any of this. Uh, Neither did I. You, you feel your. You can no longer breathe. The commander. You don't hear anything. Actually, you just feel your heartbeat racing faster and faster and faster until. Finally, you're, you fall to the ground. Sorry, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be uh, quiet for a second. 
It's going to be quiet. You suddenly, you're you're unconscious, and you begin to hear the faint voice, the hum, the humming of Eve Moore. But then, <gasps> a breath of air comes on as you see the uh, three of the carvers are tearing into Commander Wrighton's armor as he. <laughs> he he places his environmental pack onto you and you see his his face begins to to it looks like his his blood is beginning to boil or not boil his his eyes pop out and he oh god and he falls he 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 mouths the word the word archon and he falls collapses right next to you as you see, one of the carver blades pierces through his heart. As that happens, though, you then see the the car the carvers go to pierce straight into you, and then you see a something grab onto the car to the carver's uh to the carver's blade, and it is this this turquoise metallic uh coloration. As you see it pull the blade and start bending its leg as you see the carver begin to scream out in pain and then you look over and you see uh it looks like the metallic from the vitanium is coming through this battlefield as it comes through this battlefield you see the vitanium begins to it begins to wrap itself around the carvers and you see their bodies begin to contort and be torn through limb from limb and they scream out in agony from each of these and you hear a coming well you don't hear actually anything <laughs> sorry space continuity space <laughs> Gotta keep it real, guys. Gotta, gotta, gotta keep, it, keep it real. <laughs> um, but you see this is happening. And your commander is... He looks dead. Right next to you. And the Ritanium is just flowing through this entire thing. And then and like just enraptures the entire base that you were at. And then you, you see the the carvers all get pushed away from you, and in front of you, as you are laying there on the ground, breathing heavily, you see extending out from the ritanium is a figure, same ritanium that you had made a deal with. 
and it looks over at you. And then it says, You are weak out here. I was too weak to protect my commander. It seems you saved your life. You will not be forgotten. But I am disappointed in myself. But thank you. Apologies for being too late. But preparations have been made with my sibling. They are keeping watch on your allies as we speak. Very good. Whatever you just did to these carvers, do to every single one of them. We will need your help. Then this will be child's play. It seems that it looks over towards the antenna that you see. Um, the ritanium has like encased itself in. That was the thing that was breaking your communication with your allies. They are on the other line. Would you like to speak with them? Yes, I would. May I see your communications? I'll take out my codex and hand it over. You hand it over, and you see the the palm. He doesn't have any fingers. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like just a metal slab that puts its basically its hand out, and then you see it encases the codex with with itself, and then hands it back over. And as that happens, you suddenly, it's like you have this like conscious perception of everything around here. And then you hear a fizzle. All that did not go as, as I thought. I have very little words. I truly am disappointed in myself. (laughs) With access to the antenna, you now can communicate with the Arch Commander. Um, and you hear on the other line, uh, he seems to be talking to. Like you can you can actually hear the Arch Commander talking to uh, a few of the soldiers, and uh, occasionally he would talk to Nearest, but you can talk to. Him. They don't, they don't know that you are online, though. So you have to say that you're there. Arch Commander. <gasps> Nearest, shut up. This Archon. is your Archon. What is the situation? I've reestablished communications. Oh. Glad to hear you're all right. 
Um, you can also hear chatter on the uh, mother kind as well. And he's like, I was able to get in contact with Nearest about um, an hour and a half ago. Apparently, they're they are mining something on this asteroid. Um, we we assume that it is the resource that we are in need of, but a few of our men encountered the the serpentine creatures, the Selica, and they their heads were torn off. How is, uh, how is a mother kind? Were you able to get in contact with them? I I would know I have not been able to get in contact with them yet. But you're the first one I contacted, so you can be proud of that. (laughs) Oh, it's a privilege to speak to you, Archon. Likewise. I have made a deal with the Ritanium. We'll be gaining allies for this. As you are talking to Vorman, you hear him say on the other end, What was that? Tavo, Rocco, cover me. Arkan, here are our coordinates. Uh, please bring reinforcements. And you see a <laughs> up here, and it shows uh, a ping on the eighth asteroid of the field in the field. I'll be there shortly. And you go off of it. Uh, do you want to contact Mother Kine? Yes. But, uh, but first I'll signal uh, to the Ritanium that this is where we're going to be heading and make sure that he has his force re- reinforcements ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Ritanium says, Already done. Perfect. Need to make one last call, and we'll be on our way. Mm-hmm. The Spec Ops still has the ship mm-hmm. waiting for you to contact after this mission is done. <laughs> the Spec Ops is the only survivor of your of your team. Uh, okay, let me call Spec Ops first to just bring him over to me right now. Okay. Okay, okay so you go in, call the Spec Ops up, and you hear Archon? Spec Ops. How did everything go? Well, very mixed news, but... Come over to these coordinates. We have some new allies. But I need you to pick up Commander Vitan. Unfortunately, he requires a burial. Oh. Right. On my way now. And as you go and kind of walk over to Raiten, you see his face. He had a smile on his face. Like he died for an important cause. I'll put my hand on his forehead. Leave it there. Deep sigh. And I'll just, I'll just look at him and just say, Thank you for your sacrifice. 
it will not be in vain. To Evemore, you shall go. Be at peace. You kind of run, run your hand over his eyes as they close. He's... His face is frozen at this point. But you feel like Eve Moore has gotten the message. Then you stand and you go to contact the mother kind. In doing so, you... And then... This is... The mother kind, to whom am I speaking? The Archon. Archon. Oh, we have been trying to get in get a contact with you. Are you all right? Yes, communications were temporarily jammed, but I've restored them. Oh, good. We we didn't know if we we should send out any reinforcements. Well, we will need some. Over at Asteroid 8, and I'll send over the coordinates. Okay, you send over the coordinates. Right. We'll send out reinforcements immediately. Also, um, Tenton was asking for you. Put him on. All right. Akan? Tenton? Um, is everything all right? It will be. How goes the repairs? Well, we're still waiting on the resource extraction. Also, I've been keeping an eye on the situation in the brig that you had discovered. It seems that these men that Nearest was experimenting on, they're gone. I, I don't know how to repair their minds. But apparently someone in here might know something. Interrogate those you deem worthy of interrogating. I trust your judgment. Unlike Nearest. However, I want you to perform a little experiment for me. Archon, if I may. Yes. The one who might be able to help these men. It's the Rune Forger. Zermo. Of course it is. Keep men on him at all times. Let him do what he needs to. But I know how perceptive you are. Tenton. Mm-hmm. You will not fail me. Of course, Archon. And one thing. This, these experiments he's been running. I want you to take some of those samples. And I want you to mess with it a little bit. Find out if you can make it work for certain others. It worked to obey Nearest. Does it work to obey me? I will see what I can do, but this is, uh, this feels like it's beyond me. I don't know how Nearest was able to understand this, but it seems like he has some kind of 
forbidden knowledge. It might have been the skite. He might just be able to use his own methods against him. Alright, well, I'll get on that. Thank you, Archon. Um, it seems that reinforcements are, are heading out to, as we speak. Sounds good. I'll be joining in with the rest of them, and we'll get the resources. As this is happening, you see uh, a little flicker of, of light kind of reflect off of what looks like the pod that you had commandeered from the carvers is hovering straight towards you and hovers right down uh, right down by you and you see a extending down from it some kind of like uh, platform for you to try to jump onto Um, and as it happens you also see the spec ops kind of land onto the platform and then jump off and he looks down at Raiten and you hang up with the text spear and you see he kind of chimes into your your arm is gone Archon And I'm going to look over to the Ritanium. Mm-hmm. I know that you can blend for armor. Can you blend into limbs? That is dangerous for you. Deadly, even. I would rather stay on armor than inside you. But if you so choose to, there are ways to allow this, but not now. I must liquefy my form in order to do so. We'll discuss this further afterwards. Spec Ops, take us to these coordinates. Ritanium, get ready to unleash your forces. Spec Ops nods. You get onto the ship. As you get onto the ship... And we're carrying Commander Ritan, right? You are carrying Commander Ritan. Good. I'm not gonna leave him there, dude. I was gonna. I was planning on having Commander Wrighton be like a main character <laughs> eventually. I knew you're trying to give him more time. I had a feeling you're planning like you wanted him to be bigger, but I uh, he like he would have literally saved your life at that point. Like that that was literally well, he like, already did. So yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> quick character arc. Uh, yeah. So that, that's good. Um, one second. So, as you fly over to the 8th asteroid on the field, 
Thankfully, you're inside a pod that is manufactured by these carvers, or at least better assimilated into their the way they create their technology. But you, it seems like uh, the spec ops has gotten very, very good at kind of using the ship now, the ship's consoles. He looks over at you. He's like, Archon. It seems as though these carvers, they steal ships and then they manufacture them to fit whatever the whatever purpose they, they have for them. It's just some kind of stealth ship. But it also... It's, it's very similar to the technology that we discovered. And we can study this ship when we bring it back. Let's make sure it stays in one piece. Well, the hope is... My hope is... These carvers have more of them. Then we'll take them all. We may be able to... Not just receive resources, but... Access these... This fleet that they have. As you continue the flyover, the ship uh, kind of like rumbles as it reaches the the, uh, the ground of this asteroid. Uh, thankfully, as you flew over the actual forces of the carvers, you were able to see that they have like mining posts. And there's a few hundred of them. So this is going to be like a war. And you will also see that a lot of them are are beginning to get into ships as well. And some of their ships are flying over to, um, you know, it looks like that it looks like the spec ops is trying to is trying to see like the co- the coordinate path they're taking, and as he as he does this, he looks over like Archon. It looks like they're sending reinforcements over to the seventh asteroid where we just were. Let's have some of the Ritanium stay back for this. Oh, that Ritanium did stay back because that's okay. its home. Okay. But it informed its sibling, which is the yeah. eighth asteroid, to keep to keep your men safe. Got it. Okay. So, uh, can we contact the seventh one right now, then? Uh, you do have it on your oh, codex. Yeah. Okay, then we'll give him a call. Okay, you just kind of go up and you talk to it. What do you What do you say? We see reinforcement carver ships heading your lo- heading your way. I shall take care of them. Good luck. Thank you, Archon. Let me know how it goes, and I'll keep you updated. Mm. As you land, you see you land near your guys' outpost. A few more ships are heading your way, but you, you notice them. 
Um, but they haven't gotten there yet. But you see the Arch Commander walks up along with the Grand Arbiter Nearest. And they go up and you see the the men all kind of line up getting ready for, you know, like in in um, getting ready to salute you. And the platform lowers. And the Arch Commander bows along with Grand Arbiter Nearest and all the men salute as you head out. How are you heading out? Are okay, you, well, are you I, holding Commander Wrighton, or what are you... Well, I got a question, because, I mean, I lost my arm, so which arm is it? Your arm? Yeah, no, you said I... Said I uh, said I lost the arm. What do you mean? Like you said, look at the arm. I thought that implied my arm was gone or something. I'm trying to remember which... <laughs> like, during... I, I, I never I never said that you lost your arm. I don't. I don't think. We'd have to look back at the recording, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I could have swore you made it sound like I, like that's no, the reason no, you... why I wanted him to blend with my skin and whatnot. Oh no, no, you know, you never lost your arm. Oh, so what happened in that? What do you mean? Like I... you mentioned something about like no, my... your 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 armor, your armor got oh! got destroyed oh, along thought... with the environmental gear. Oh, I and thought so you that's said why... arm. I thought you said arm in that part. I'm like, oh shit! Like I lost my arm. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, why is, why is he being so nonchalant about this? <laughs> No, I said armor. Oh my god! Sorry, <laughs> miscommunication, man. Yeah, that's why. That's why I was like, can the right team do something? Why do you just want to sit there? Why? Is <laughs> Explain so much. <laughs> no, I was wondering why you wanted to blend in with the Vitanium. I'm like, uh. yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna, say, I was gonna say like, okay, if I lost my arm, he can make me the new arm. Like he can be the new arm. That'd be like cool. that that was that was what I was gonna try to go for. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay, so it all makes sense now. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, glad we got that cleared up. Okay, back to it. All so right. the question was how do I lead them? Okay. How 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 do you how do you like, come out? Yeah, like, come, like how do, do I like do present you... I'm gonna I'm gonna be carrying um naturally. Do you wanna carry him like a like a child? Are you are you gonna be carrying him? Or what do you want to do? Um, let's see. I, I am going to be carrying him. Yeah, I'm going to be carrying him kind yeah, of like, yeah. Like holding with two hands, two yeah, hands, with two and hands like this. Yeah, so people can know not, that I'm carrying a fallen Redicon, but I'm not carrying him like over my back. Like I'm just yeah, dragging him yeah, for battle. Yeah, okay. You know, kind of like a more noble way. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like to showcase like, you know, your love for your people. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Photo op. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> As you come out, this this platform lowers down. It's and all your men are looking, and they all bow, salute you. The arch commander lifts his head up, and he gasps. The grand arbiter looks up and tilts his head a second, and just kind of looks at you, looks at the body. And you step forward off the platform. As you step forward, before before you left the ship, the spec off said, "I'm going to stay here. Just let let you do your thing." And be, you basically head out alone. 
up to the Arch Commander and Grand Arbiter. Archon. Archon. Arch Commander, Vorman. Nearest. He nods. I am going to uh, lay down Commander Wrighton. And how many people do I see? How many other Reticon do I see in the background? Uh, there are about probably like twenty right now. Actually, more like around like sixteen. Sixteen. And how many were sent to company? Is this everyone? Uh, twenty. Twenty, 20 was uh, sent. Understood. So four, four are gone. The Reticon before you, Commander Wrighton. He sacrificed himself to save me. All the men. They bow their heads. Let's begin with a moment of silence. Complete and utter silence. <laughs> okay, you can turn the music back on. <laughs> moment over. As that moment passes, they all lift their heads up. And you, they all say in unison, almost like they heard you, to Eve more you go. To Eve more. He goes. Carvers disrupted our communications, had us blocked off. However, I've made some new allies. The Ritanium. Sentient metal. They have quite the skill set. And they will be assisting us in this. They have agreed to let us take the resources needed to power up Mother Kine, to take us where we need to go to complete our mission. For what they did to Wrighton, we will slaughter them all. They all lift their, their fists up, their weapons up. To Eve more, we all shall go. And Nearus comes over to you, to next to you, and he comes up and he's like, Archon, may I have a word with you? You may. He pulls you aside and the Arch Commander kind of looks over and nods at you and then kind of glances over at Neris, gives him a glare, and then shifts over towards the men, getting them ready for their battle. Neris pulls you aside. These creatures, these carvers, and they uh, 
serpents, the Zelika. They are intriguing. Able to tear through armor like it's paper. Is it wise for us to just slaughter them? We aren't just going to slaughter them near us. They cut through my armor, like you said, like paper. We're going to take their claws. We're going to make our own weapons out of these. All other species who have gone to this point have advanced through similar means. We shall do the same. For what lies beyond, we must be ready to face it. Friend or foe. I see. Good. I'm glad we are on the same page. We are, Grand Arbiter. Hmm. Any nods? Any bows to you? And then he begins to walk off. Do you say anything? No, I do not. (laughs) He'll get his in due time. (laughs) And uh, as he walks off, you walk over to the Arch Commander. As you see, ships begin to fly overhead. The reinforcements have arrived. And the arch commander looks toward looks over towards you. Or the nearest won't. He was going to bring up suggestion that I already had. The fact that these carvers can cut through armor. He wants us to be able to use these to pretty much as our own weapons to be able to pierce others. Mm-hmm. I see. That is a good idea, but tell me. And I'm going to look around to make sure Nearest isn't like around whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Should I roll like a perception check for this? Go ahead. Okay. Twenty-two. Nearest is over at his men right now. He seems to be. Uh, Speaking to them currently. Have you seen any suspicious activity with Nearest? Well, it was his men that got their heads bitten off. Being reckless, as he always is. But I think he was doing it as an experiment to see what they were capable of. And he liked it. When I sacrificed my men, it was because there was no other choice. They do so as a favor to me and to Evemore. I would have done the same for them. But Nearus, using them as playthings. Tenton and I have come to a very grim discovery. And I believe what we found as you, based on these experiments. As you say this, you see the ships, three of them, pods land 
your guys' pods, and they all open up, and you see about 30 more troops come out from these pods. And their commanders each come up to you, and then uh, salute both you and the arch commander. And now you see Nerys is heading over towards you guys. Make sure that he is also greeting. <laughs> Nerys is such has a stick up his ass. <laughs> I love it. It's it's my favorite thing. You're you're, you're no no not like that. <laughs> You set yourself up for that one. Yeah, yeah, I did. But I, I mean, I mean, like, like you're like this, you know, this. I get this it. I theocratic, get it. I get it. this theocratic uh-huh. ruler, and then and then there's the also the the punk ass kiss kiss ass. He's one of the ministers. I'm like the ruler. I get it. Yeah. Um. But he comes over, and it seems like. The commanders all come up to you, three of them, um, for each of of the pods, and they're like, Archon! The center one comes up. We are here to assist in whatever way we can. I am glad to hear that. Get in positions, we'll be heading out shortly. Yes. You heard the Archon! And they all begin to gain position. So, all your men begin to prepare for this battle. You, Neris, and Vorman, along with the commanders, go into one of, well, go into the Arch Commander's uh, or chamber that they have set up. You see a a battle board and the arch commander comes up and says alright so now that we have 30 more troops with a total of 46 do we have any idea of the amount near us that we are facing uh, well with the intel gathered, we have discovered that the carvers are vulnerable to high sound frequencies. Therefore, the plan would be to go in stealthily. We need to have a distraction lined up. But we do believe that there are some kind of Antennae that allows them to communicate with one another. If we can hack into these antennae and then function through a high sound frequency so that they all hear it, it would weaken them and then we can slaughter them. So, and the, the arch commander looks over towards the other commanders. Commanders, 
outfit your spec ops for a infiltration mission. Make sure that they are well prepared to go in silently. And then when they find the antenna, hack into them and contact us when it is ready. And they all, the, the commander's like, Yes, Arch Commander. And they bow. And then the Arch Commander looks over and is like, Anything else near us you would like to speak? And Nearest looks over and is like, Yes, Archon. It seems that they do have a form of leadership, hierarchy. Perhaps this could be to our advantage. I was able to ascertain some translations to their language through our translator. We recovered from the the vessel. You refer to the vessel as the one that crashed on Orokokine. There leader is some kind of captain of a sort but they have a queen that is not here they just go about scavenging and bring it back to their fleet which means that they have a larger fleet and do we know the location of this fleet no but we were to acquire the captain, we could bring them to the brig and interrogate them. Perhaps even find ways to make them loyal. We will capture the captain and we will have them give the location of the fleet. The Arch Commander looks over and is like, he seems kind of upset. Very well. Arch Commander, would you mind using your elite squadrons to ascertain the captain? Commander Vorman, I sense some uneasiness in you. Please speak your mind. If I were Carvers, or if I were in their shoes, so to speak. Watching you be taken to be interrogated. I'd rather watch you die in honor and die alongside you. If we are to show a message to these carvers, 
I don't want to paint a target on our back if they have a larger fleet up there. These covers are not the end game. No, they are not. It's a distraction. Nearest is like, yes, but wouldn't it be nice to know who our enemies are and where they are? Or perhaps we can send them a message through this, Captain. Or a compromise. What do you have in mind? Arch Commander. You are right that this is somewhat of a distraction. And that we need to focus on the resources. So we will slaughter. And I do say slaughter the Carvers. However, Nearest does have a point about how they can pierce through our armor. Which reminds me, I need a new set. (laughs) Oh, we will get on that right away. And he looks over, he's like, Commander, please, go and find the Archon a new set of armor. Yes, Arch Commander. Thank you. Okay, leave. Having dealt with this firsthand, I would still want to preserve some of their parts. Or at least take one of these things alive so we can study it further. It does not need to be the captain. I want to make sure these things won't be able to connect with the others. If we need to cut off their antennae, make it so. And we had them. We can pierce through any enemy's armor. We cannot ignore this advantage. The commander so I was like very well Argon you have spoken and he looks over towards Nearest my men will be handling the forces of the minions of this captain I will handle the captain Arch Commander. Yes. Make him suffer. With pleasure, my Archon. And with that, the meeting is adjourned. You go your separate ways. The Commander brings you your armor. Um... It is basically the same kind of set of armor as you. I already probably have like five spares. <laughs> yeah, they, they made sure to bring some. That's what's up. Parks <laughs> of being the Archon. <laughs> um, so you have full, full armor threshold and everything too. So, Good, good, good. Now...
All the troops are ready, prepared to embark on this mission, on this battle, this war that you'll be raging against the Carvers. You head into the ships, and they all begin to fly off. The spec ops who you were with is piloting your ship. And you fly up this mountainside on this asteroid, and then coming over the top, you see the valley, this this valley that has multiple uh, mining platforms, and you do see antennae. Um, the sh- one, three of your, sh- uh, two of your ships actually kind of uh, break off, going into their positions, getting ready to uh, send out their spec ops. And your spec ops looks at you, uh, and he looks over at you. He says, "Arkan, are you sure you don't want me to go down there myself and also help out?" You've already done so much. We'll take it from here. All right. And he uh, he kind of goes down. The arch commander is is on the line with you as well as, well as Grand Arbiter Nearest. And they're going to start as the ships fly down and land. You see what looks like a large kind of... You guys are basically landing outside of, of their of their base. And there is like a large gate where there are multiple carvers kind of coming up. And they're like, And you see them all kind of begin to swarm outside. And as this happens, uh, you are on you are on the comms with every single soldier. Do you have any words to say to your men before you begin this slaughter? Eve Moore will give us her blessing this day. Remember. This one is for Commander Wrighton. Show them no mercy. And you see the ships, the platforms lower as all your men begin to rush out. Um, as this happens, you are going to be in a group pairing. Arch Commander Vorman and Grand Arbor Nearest. So, I would like you to tell me your uh, your agility. What's your agility? Five. Five agility. Okay. So five plus a total of twenty-eight. 
25 total. You rush out with, like, as all your men begin rushing out, you're, you're not really rushing out, you're kind of walking out. And you see in the other ships that have landed near you guys, um, the Grand Arbiter is also walking out along with Arch Commander Vorman, who is just walking out as, as your troops all flock past you and rush up and they get in, into, into battle positions. And you see the, the snipers, all the, the, like, some of the spec ops, all pull out. Their, their, sni- their snipers and begin to t- aim and then they wait for your command. What do you say? You may begin. <laughs> they all of them begin to fire off. One by one. battle begins as as the battle begins though you see suddenly a flash of bright this bright green rays begin to flash all around you as you see growing around the battlefield a dome of metallic ritanium encases you all and you suddenly hear it feel a breath of fresh air. The gravity begins to plummet to your level. And it becomes to your advantage. And let's begin. You see the you see all the carvers begin to begin to rush up. And and as they're rushing up, they they're slowing down as your men are speeding up and they're People start to, to attack. Uh, what would you like to do? You see a few carvers heading, heading your way. One man army. Let's start it. All right. Go ahead and spend stamina. Arch Commander Vorman is also going to use one man army. And the Grand Arbiter is going to use Gunslinger. Go ahead and do do whatever you're gonna do. Okay, so I decided to use my Devastator on the first one they came across. And with my one-man army, I added the D12 to the attack roll this time. To the attack roll? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the D12, so what's the total? So, 31. 31 to hit. You hit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's go with the pulse function on the first one. Pulse function on the first one, okay. Um, you have to, you have to say that you have to, that you're gonna do it. Oh, first. beforehand. Yeah. Okay, then I'll just do yeah. that another time. Okay. okay. Yeah, just to make it fair. Twenty-one. 
13 on the first. 13 on the first. Uh, you see, you go and use the, the, the function and as that happens, it, it kind of hits them hard, but their, their armor is, is still intact. Field Assailant. Okay. Well, you still have another form. Well, yeah. But I mean, it's because it's going to increase the damage on okay. the initial, okay. so yeah. then this way I can save it for okay. like another one that might come by. Twenty-five. Twenty-five? You hit. Nice. Okay. Are you using damage, like, from the... Damage for... So, I'm going to use the Field Assailant damage. Field Assailant. Which comes with it. And I didn't use it for the attack roll. Okay. So okay. I'm going to use it for the damage on this one. All right. Oh, yeah. Then, of course... Okay, now I'm gonna get some good rolls here. Wait, wait, why, why is there two? Why is there three? Uh, no, because of the. Because uh, you're not you're not doing a you're not doing a repost. You're doing a field assailant. Field assailant field gives assailant. you a, a, a d12. Yeah. One man army gives you a d12. What's the other d12? Uh, the other d12. This was is not for the, an uh, attack roll. This is a damage roll. Oh, that's why. That's yeah. <laughs> but I rolled good on those. Okay. Well, take away one of those. Oh yeah, we'll just take. Oh yeah, because I rolled two of the yeah. same. Okay, that that's easy. Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay, so thirty. Thirty points of damage. You go by, go go back and and strike the guy for the first one. It kind of whacks him to the side. His armor's fine, and then you you just strike. Straight between his his like four legs, and it uh, gets caught under his legs, and he's just ah, 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 and you see his like just blood begin to like just splatter from from underneath him, um, and he falls down. He's dead. Okay, and then I'm assuming the next one's just like pretty close by too. Uh, yeah. Or how far away? Uh, they're they're. They're all, oh, they're all around. It's it's like a battle. It's full on battle. Everyone's around. Uh, around you see, you see. There's like, there's uh, drones coming out from from your guys' side as as some spec ops are using drones to fire off uh, shots. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna go up to the. Actually, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm actually yeah. You know, I'm gonna go up to the next one and I'm gonna swing at him as well with the devastator. As you go to swing at, at one of them. Twenty-four. As you swing at, at, at another one, um, they're able to to parry it down, and then three more come to attack you um, from from all, all around you. Uh, go ahead and roll me some defensive force. Okay, parry. Let's start with that. And gotcha, yeah, let's start with that. I'm gonna use the uh, okay. the one-man army. Oh no, that was a two earlier. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. Oh, jeez, I rolled low on both of those. <laughs> Is that two? It's there a five go. plus what? Plus your defense? Uh, For plus Perry? 16, so 21. 21? Yeah. Minions can do... I know, they, they, they hit. Unfortunate. 
That was for the first one. Yeah. So you can do two oh, of more. course, yeah. Two more. Your armor takes a. Uh... Uh, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Oh, you just wait till it's done. Until it's done. Uh, okay. what, what, what's the okay, second? Okay, so one, nine. Twenty-three on the second. Okay. Oh, oh, you could it. only use it for defense if it's like all of them. Well, you can use a one-man army for every every single defensive. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I, th I thought it was gonna be like okay. You can literally just roll two d12s every single time. Okay, got it. Okay, sorry. I was trying to like balance it out a bit. Okay. So 20, 28. 28, Yes, you are able to parry the second one. Okay, let's repost that one. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Well, for, first, actually, do do, do this. Do the third defensive. Do the third just to see. Yeah, got you. Oh yeah, you. you I, I that that was no. Do you want to do two repos? Yeah, two repos. Okay. So the first one is able is able to tear through your armor. You gotta take five points off your armor threshold. Got it. Okay. Go ahead. The first one, and this is to hit. So we have the repos. D twelve. Thirteen. Thirty-three. Thirty-three to hit. Yes. Yeah, you hit. Okay, cool. So then I'll use... And since it's repost, I have added to the damage because that is the... Yeah, uh, so it's going to be... So 2d12s two two, two because plus. of the one more army yeah. and then the regular weapon damage. Okay, here we go. Okay. 18. 18? Yeah. Uh, as that happens, you are able... You, you kind of go up and you slam... Uh, Slam, slam the the devastator in into it, and you see it. It, it takes a, a, a big gush into its side, um, into its waist, but it's still it's still up for the first one. And then the second one that I reposted. That you yeah. Let's see if this one hits. Thirty. Thirty. I rolled a two and a crit. Yeah, you hit. Yeah. Okay, so then of course I'll use the two on this one as well. Okay. Oh! Pretty good on that. That was pretty good. That four was higher, dude. Yeah. 30. Again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go and you slam this other guy back and he gets, he gets kind of flung up into the air and, and back away. Uh, as that happens. Uh, what, what else do you want to do? Okay, so do I still have... Because I was them attacking you, not you, yeah. you. You can just keep going. Okay, so I'm going to attack the one that's that's damaged but isn't dead yet. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the one that got flung away, yeah. he didn't die, but he got flung away. Yeah, so. but he's close enough to where I can yeah. just go up to yeah. him and just like go... Okay, cool. Do you want to do that one or do you want to do the one that you did barely damage? Um... Or the one, the one I barely damage is closer by, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, because I'm assuming if I walk past him, he gets an opportunity yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'll get the one that's near me right now. So then I roll... Oh, yeah, so then I roll two because of the one-man army. Okay. I might need to reuse some different dice. <laughs> I got two nat ones. Two nat ones? 
So a two, uh, 18. 18, yeah. They, you you go up to kind of, kind of hit him, and you see he, he parries it out of the way. And as he parries it out of the way, he goes to repost you. Well, right as he goes to repost you, you see a a blast goes straight through his his uh, his esophagus, and he and he falls down. And you see to the side of you, the Grand Arbiter nearest. I figured. Had blasted him. Yep. And he's just like, and he twirls the gun. And he's like, "You doing all right, Archon?" I'm having a good time. Hope you are too. Oh, it's fun. And you see him spin around and he goes, blast off a few four shots at the ones that you've been hitting. Two hit. You see a uh, the one the one that uh, had. You hit away, it's getting up, and it gets shot in the back of the head. And then another one, uh, the one that the one that you didn't hit, that like that basically like distracted you for the others to come, um, gets shot in the arm, and it looks over, it's like Rache! Rache! And you see a few more uh, carvers ju- jump out from the fray, and then jump towards Grant, the Grand Arbiter, and. Uh, Looks like they're going to try to hand, handle your job for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have I have other uses for him. <laughs> um, uh, as that happens, uh, what were you going to do? You're- I'm going to use runic. I'm going to use runic missile. Okay. Um, do you, how many charges do you want to use? I got. Um, how, how many charges do you have left? I have two charges left. Okay. Do you want to use I'm it gonna, twice? I'm. I want to use it. Because then you can do 10 runic missiles. And then do you want to do consumed on them? <laughs> well, I was going to do with the consumed. Yeah, yeah, because I can use more of the army. So, But no, I'm only going to use one charge for that. Okay, one charge, yeah, so five. I have a feeling I'm going to go across some bigger bosses, so I'm going to save it. Okay. So I'm going to use some of this just to add to the reinforcements. Okay. So there's three of them there, So, but also there's one I barely damaged. So let's do... Um, Let's do. Oh yeah, and there's the one that was in the very back that nearest got who shot in the head. Ne- that nearest already. The, nearest already killed two of the ones that you yeah. were attacking. The uh, and then and then shot the one that you hadn't you yeah, hadn't yeah. like really damaged yet. Um, and then he called over more guys more. to distract okay. nearest so that he could handle you. So this is the only guy right, right next to you. Yeah. But you could just fire off a bunch of runic missiles somewhere else. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Do you want to do? It? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead and roll. First, first, let me see. You're, are you just doing five on on just five random ones? Um, I'm gonna do the five. So I'm gonna do three on the one that's on three that are on nearest. Like close. Oh, to okay. The three yeah. on nearest. Okay. Exactly. Okay. You gotta repay him for yeah. his good deeds. Oh, you know? uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta let him know I'm on his side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so with that, so, um, three of them. Uh, roll. One's able to dodge out of the way. Does not dodge all the way. <laughs> uh, one uh, one out of the three from nearest group is able to dodge all the way of one of your runic missiles. Okay. Uh, and, and then two more to randoms. Um, let's do one towards the one that was near me. Okay. He feels. 
Good. And then let's make the other one a random. The random succeeds. So go ahead and roll damage for each for each of them. Okay, got it. Well, actually, for uh, three of them, because two two of them succeeded. Got it. Wait, roll for two of them. Yeah, only only okay. for two of them. Got it. And then since it's I have one man army, can I use the additional D12 for that, or not? No, this is just like the runic missile itself. Oh, got it. It's yeah, not yeah. like an offensive form. Oh, or... got it. So this so it's just the D12. Yeah, it's just a D12. Got it. Seven for the first. Okay. Seven plus five. Five, so so twelve. Yep. Wait, was right. it plus five? Because it's the runic, the the runes rank. Oh, it's the rune yeah. rank. Okay, uh, sorry, I didn't it's, know if it's, it's like the plus runes, the six for like the. It's advantage. the runes like, rank yeah. die plus the runes rank. Runes for, rank for damage. Oh, got yeah. it. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, that's why it's a little different. Okay. So Two that's that one. So that's a twelve and so. a and a. Twelve set, seven. Seven. Um, eleven. Oh wait, I'm only rolling two. Right? No, you're rolling three. Three. Okay, yeah. Because so two 11. of them succeeded. Yeah. Okay, got it. So that, and then eleven. Yeah. So so twelve, seven, and eleven. Okay. And you're trying to consume them. Yes. Uh, suddenly, the one in front of you is like, <clears throat> it doesn't seem to be consumed. But the two behind you, they <clears throat> shake, and they begin to attack <laughs> the one that didn't get shot. Yep, that's good. And Nearest is like looking around, like, and, and then looks over towards you, and he's like, <laughs> I'm showing him what I can do. Just so, so everyone knows, I kind of like did, did that, like you know, awkward smile and laugh uh, for nearest, because you know, chuckles. I'm in danger. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they begin to wail on on that one, uh, but the one in front of you goes to flurry slash at you. So three attacks. Oh. I hope you hold high. Well, considering that I'm using the one-man army on this one. Thirty-one. For the first one? Yeah. Thirty-one. Uh you parry. Nice. Um I'm not gonna repost that that one. Okay. Next one. So- do this again, shall we? I definitely repost that one. That's a uh, 18 plus 16, 34. Nice. Yeah, you you uh, parry that one. Okay, maybe not that one, but uh, that's a 22. It is able to hit you on the third one. Dang. Um, but Two or three ain't that bad. Yeah, that's actually really good. Um <laughs> Did you did you did you repost any of those? Oh no no! But I, I got to save up that stamina. Can't just I can't drain that. You take six points to your armor threshold as it tears through your armor. 
that. Oh, your artwork's looking, looking rough. Rock deja vu. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, thankfully, the Vartadium has created an exactly. atmosp yeah, atmospheric so even if, dome. Yeah, so yeah. even if that does come off. It's not, it's not going to happen again. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright. With that happening. You go up to uh, strike him after, after parrying uh, two of his attacks and, and, and one kind of getting through to your armor and, and tearing off like a part of part of your, your shoulder blade. Uh... You see coming through. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. You just see this carver goes up to strike you one more time, and you, you're about ready to, to also strike it, but then you see it gets stabbed into the chest, and then you, the blade from whatever got it got stabbed it arcs with this this radiant this radiant energy, and you see it carves straight upward, and it's the arch commander as he stands there. He, Flings the blood off of it, and and then uh, you see the the carver tear in half and falls into two pieces on the ground. That was clean. Thank you, Gorkon. And he looks over, and then you see him go over, and he swings, and he does this kind of like a flurry slash of, of theirs, and he goes to use the on a few guys. You see two of them, two of the he their heads get cleaved off from his, from his blade as they fall to the ground. And as this happens, as this happens, you hear, and uh, the, some of the carvers begin to and they, they begin to kind of cleave through some of your men. Your men your men are, are, are fighting them off, but they seem to be kind of like getting pushed back and you see a larger carver jump and then land right in the center of you, the Arch Commander, and Nearus. And the others... The other two uh, carvers that you had you had consumed, they look over and they go, and they rush towards this bigger guy. Good. <laughs> See if they can do anything. Yeah, I, I hope they cut through him a little bit. They're each going to use flurry slashes on him. I would like that very much, especially if they hit. Wow. They hit. 
first one. They hit the second one. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. No, they didn't hit the third one. But, uh, that was three. Two, two of them hit for the first guy. Which means it's... 66 plus eight. Twenty-four. You see, it goes and tries to. They they try to carve through it, uh, through this big guy, but it dings off of his, his his armor, and he's just like, and he looks over, he's like, look, and he looks pissed off at this one. Um, You see him pierce into uh, the the one that just that just attacked him, and then he goes to use it and fling it at the other one that's about to attack him, and he goes and he flings it at the other one. And he, and he the other one kind of falls back, and um, and then he's like, and then you hear. And you see a bunch of creatures, serpentine creatures, fly around. Three of them fly over towards you guys. One on each, actually. So you have a Celica on you right now. Of course I do. Okay. Um, As this happens, give me one moment, actually. Alright. So these creatures come towards you. First one is going to rush up to you. I need you to roll perception check. As you see it rush up to you, it its skin glistens, and then you lose sight of it for a second. Fourteen. You lose sight of it for a second, and you're like, huh, huh, and then you see it—it it comes around your your shoulder, and then you hear, Hurry-yack! but you're able to catch it. You can defend. goes to use a tail whip attack against you. Twenty-eight. I crit. Twenty-eight. Twenty-six. You are able to, to uh, parry off this t- this tail whip attack. Yeah. And I'm gonna repost it. Okay, go ahead. 
You guys have been hearing a lot of a lot of drums this entire time. <laughs> okay, so let's see. So I already do D twelve to attack. I get a D twelve for the repost, and you want to? I'll do the one main armory with the damage. Okay. Hey. Okay. That same dice crit, but I got not one on the other. Okay. Okay. Thirteen, sixteen, twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Twenty. Twenty. <laughs> You go up and you you parry back the the tail, and as you parry back the tail, the t you you whip the tail around your devastator, mm -hmm. and then you use it. You use you use its head as, as like a club, and you smash its head in, and you see it gush out uh, blood everywhere, and then you, and uh, you see it kind of you fling it off of its de your devastator, and then you look over towards the leader the leader's like the captain and with that I need to see how the other two are due Nearest gets bitten. Commander Vorman just, with with a slight pivot as of his foot, he sla slashes the head off of this this uh, Celica like that. Um, but but Nearest gets bitten into into the shoulder blade, and you see it trying trying to bite up towards its head his head as he. Kind of gets back, and he blasts it multiple times into into its uh, into its tail, and you see it fly off. As it flies off, nearest is able to fire off another shot, and and it falls to to the ground, and you see the. Um, you see the captain comes up and like and he com he comes over and then the arch commander goes over towards you and gets in front of you and he's like let's me handle him please do enjoy all right give me a second guys so as you see Vorman approach this raider, this captain, the captain looks down and is like, and you see some of the carvers actually all kind of go go around the uh, the captain, and they're like, they're watching, and 
some of your men kind of like that that were fighting the, those carvers like are looking around is like uh, and like looking to see if like they're allowed to watch or if they should start killing more carvers <laughs> but um foreman heads up and then you see the captain is like like kind of they, they begin to pace around each other circling each other and then Vorman goes goes in as the carver pulls up two two of its claws and then it parries down Vor, uh, Vorman's attack and then slashes straight into Vorman's armor you see it 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 barely catches it and then tears off a, a portion of, of his torso and you see his torso is, is is there now and he he becomes aware of it and he goes up and strikes into into the uh into the armor of of the raider captain and you see the raider captain kind of jumps up backward and then uh and you see it's it's armor is kind of torn through a little bit and you see it looks down as like and it rushes up and it goes to uh do like two slashes straight onto Vorman. Vorman takes his blade and then puts it uh, forward and holds the the captain back as you see it, it begins to push its its strength into Vorman as he get as he kind of digs his feet into it into the ground and then he he lets it go slides under underneath the captain as the captain uses its its back legs to slash right above uh, Vorman and Vorman catches it with, and, par- and parries it down and then he goes up for a, a strike and strikes straight into the chest of the captain and the captain and he he leans back and then you see he the captain pierces the shoulder blade of Vorman and he goes and Vorman falls falls to the like his 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 arm go, goes limp and as that happens the captain is like and he goes to slash as he goes to slash uh As he goes to slash, you see uh, Vorman pull from his, from his side with his with his good arm. He pulls out a tech blade and he goes to strike straight into the arm. And as that happens, right before he's about to strike, you see a, a shot fire off straight into the head of <laughs> of the captain. And then Vorman's like. And then the captain's like, rawr, 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 and he it falls down to the ground. And you look over, and you see Nearest holding a shot, holding his his gun right there. And then our uh, Arch Commander Vorman looks over, is like, "What the fuck did you just do?" And you see him stand up. His arm is bleeding. And he's like, Wasn't it your idea to keep, keep him alive? We can handle keeping him alive. He's just going to be unconscious for a little bit. And you see him go up and pushes the, the captain's head over. Like, I'll keep him alive. He's like, You stole my battle. And you see the Arch Commander go over and shove Nearest. 
And then Nearest looks over and is like, You might want to tend to that arm of yours. You two will discuss this later. We're in a battle right now. Apologies, Archon. Yes, apologies, Archon. Patch up your arm, Archcommander Vorman. You have done well. <sighs> and you see he's pissed off. He turns around and the Grand Arbiter looks over and he's like, Well, Archon, it seems... And you hear... Archon. Archon, can you hear me? This is Spec Ops. Lothlin. We are ready. You may proceed. And then, as this happens, the Grand Arbiter laughs as all the carvers are all getting ready. It's like, <laughs> and all your men who are also watching the battle are are like, <laughs> and they they use this upper hand to go to go after the carvers. As they rush after the carvers, you see all the carvers begin to go. <laughs> And they begin to scream out in, in agony as their heads begin to kind of bleed out. You see, you see, they bleed out of their of their earlobes, which they don't really have much of an ear. But um, their eyes begin to go bloodshot as they as they begin to fall, and all your men begin to stop, and the war begins to die down. And as that happens. It seems like everything begins to become calm again as all the carvers begin to plummet to the ground and they all <laughs> seize up and then stop moving. You see some of the Celica <laughs> scurry away and disappear. And the Grand Arbiter goes over to the captain's head you see him pull out a med wave and begins to heal it and then you hear man come over here we're going to lift this one up and bring him to the ship and he stands up and he's like and, and some of the men come over salute him and then begin to lift up the captain with all their strength they look over towards, and they look, uh, the Grand Arbiter looks over towards you and is like, well done. Bring him back to the ship. And they all begin to take him back. Now what? Shall we begin to take the, and then suddenly you, you see, uh, something come from the, the, the dome, the Vitanium dome begins to troop and then a large figure appears and begins to walk forward. They are about double the size of you, like 20 feet tall. And they look down at you and Nearest is just like, is that, is that your ally? My sibling spoke of you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you, you for your assistance. You may take the resources that you wish 
and go. We will. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure your siblings stay safe as well. And they, you see it begins to troop back up. And then the the entire uh, dome begins to go down. And you feel the gravity lifts off light gravity to no, no gravity almost. And your men who were carrying the guy all, all like kind of it becomes lighter. Becomes easier to lift. Him. <laughs> and they begin to just kind of shove him. Um, but the Grand Arbiter looks over at you and is like, Well, shall we begin the extraction? We shall. Let's get some men on this. I want to get these resources quick. Of course. You heard him, men! The Archon demands the resources now. And all of them begin to rush forward and begin to... Um, it was probably about... I, I'd say, like, from the, the amount of guys that, that, that took the, the captain, mm-hmm. that there was about five of them. There's probably about 12 left. So you guys were able to ha- handle it pretty well. You guys kind of were in a circle, and all your men were kind of, like, making sure that... That that no one was getting into your guys' group, but some, the the ones that were able to get in, you were able to ha- handle them. Cool. Um, but it seems as though uh, the resources have already kind of started been to be extracted. It's what the carvers were after. Um, as you guys are searching through this base. Uh, you go over to the antennae and you go over to all the equipment that the carvers had and is there anything you want to do while you're here? I like to roll an investigation check on like the the equipment of the carvers. Okay, um, just go ahead and roll perception. Okay, I'll do that. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, as you look around their, their equipment, it's pretty rudimentary. Um, they have a lot of just normal gear that you would usually have. Um, photon blasters. They have they have an armory. Uh, armory. Uh, they seem to have. When, when you kind of look through the, all, all all the stuff, it's it, it's all just no, normal stuff. Uh, you do are you are able to find you and your men are able to find uh, crates of what seems to be uh, volts chips, and inside them you find A total, they 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 are able to to check them. Um, a total of nine thousand volts. Okay, I'll add that to my total. 
You said 9,000? 9,000, yeah. And then, as you are looking through the captain's stuff, you get this feeling, this familiar feeling comes over you. Look over at the captain's uh, captain's chamber, and you're looking through the desk. And you open a drawer, and as you open the drawer, you see a codex. And you go and grab the codex. It looks like yours. As you go to open it, it's bright white, blank. And then suddenly, (laughs) reading. Hello, Archon. And then it. Fades away in a minute. There's a gift for you. On this asteroid. I hope you find it. And then it fades away and it shuts off. Okay, I'm going to use Guiding Light so I can have, like, a Eve Moore's Will guide me so I can see if I can find this thing. Okay. Because if anyone's going to do it, my goddess will. Go ahead and roll a religion check. Ooh, I rolled pretty low on that one. 14. As you focus on even more, on even more's will, you feel a pull from side to side, and your head kind of begins to ache, and you open your eyes, and then you you see a light flash before you but it's not a purple light it almost looks like this strange helix structure that begins to wind around and it turns this bright white and then black and then it begins to flow over towards the wall 
of this captain's chamber. The wall is the same metallic as that of the carver's metal. As you go towards it, you see it. The, the bright light kind of encases into the metal and then it causes it to dematerialize as you see a staircase leading down. I shall go down the stairs. You begin to head down. Walking down these steps, you feel like this is familiar to you, but not familiar. It hurts your head for a second. And then you feel this strange pull at your mind. And then it it pulls you back. And there's this feeling. That Egmore doesn't want you to go down any further you've always known what's best for me even more I will steal clear and I'll head back up you begin to head back up as you do You feel that feeling that came over you when you tried to call upon Eve more again. It begins to rush away. And you head back up to the captain's chamber. As you look over towards the codex, you see it light up, illuminate again. When you look over at it, it reads, maybe next time. And then it turns off. And then the Grand Arbiter. Akon. The men are all situated and ready to go. The resources have been extracted. They're already being sent over to the Mother Kind. And the captain? The captain is also being sent. Then it's time to make, take our leave. Yes. Agreed. And you guys begin to head back. Head back. Over. To the Mother Kine. Once reaching your ship after a few hours of travel all your men are waiting for a brief about the mission debrief and you are at the intercom 
in, in, in the comm room, in the comm station, with the Arch Commander, Grand Arbiter, and the Tech Spear. The Tech Spear is kind of like behind you, and yeah, and, and then what would you like to do? As you as you see, the comm station is right there, and you can go and click on it to address the entire fleet, the entire mother kind. Um, before I even make that address, I actually want to be able to like talk to okay. like okay, expert ten and go all ahead, that. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. As you reach back, um, yeah, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna give my crew an update until I know what the heck's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Tenton, now that you have the resources, we'll be able to get us flying again. Of course, Archon. It will be just as great, maybe even more so than. When we first lifted off Orogo. I'm happy to, th- to hear that. Very good work. Arch Commander Vorman. Yes, Argon. How is your wound? It is stable currently. It takes some time to heal up, but I'm around 80%. Give yourself some more time. Grand Arbiter near us? Yes, my Archon. Where is the captain currently? The captain is being brought to the Med Bay as we speak. And then he'll be sent to the brig. Understood. We have several enforcers on him keeping guard, making Tex- sure he is good. That is good. Texper Tenton? After the interrogation, I want us to be able to strip him of his parts. The way that they're able to pierce their armor, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. I want us to see if we can make weapons out of these. If we can replicate it. Of course, Archon. I will do what I can. Alright. And everyone else dismissed in the meantime? Tenton, I'd like to speak with you privately. Of course, Archon. And everyone begins to head out. The Arch Commander comes up to you and is like, Apologies, Archon, for any weakness that I showed up there. You didn't show any. You fought with bravery and honor. Nearest did not. I cannot blame you for this. But don't worry. I have something in store. Hmm. I just need a few moments to analyze our discovery. Of course. And he leaves the chamber. Keep the troops entertained in the meantime. As always, Argon. Thank you. You may go. Leaves. The tech spear stays. How does it go with Zermo? He... He says that they're consumed. But... Not in the way that Neeris thinks they are. He thinks that you may be able to control them. 
but you'll have to control the void first. Let's go speak to Zeremo now. All right. And he begins to head out. Uh, you guys begin to walk over to the chambers in which you have given Zeremo. Uh, there are guards outside of the chambers. As there should be. <laughs> and they salute you and then make their make a way for you to pass. Texpear opens the door, the chamber to Zermo's quarters. And the rune forger stands up from his his desk and he <laughs> Hello. It's good to see you, Zermo. Please take a seat. Right. He pulls the chair out and then sit there you your ship has stalled for time it has been but we'll be up soon be operational and be better than ever but a more important and more pressing matter concerns me you've already taken a look at these other reticon tell me what you have learned They are consumed. Only a Voidwalker can control them. If you wish to cleanse them, only the Source can truly do so. But you won't find much here, especially from you. And he looks at you, he glares at you. Can roll perception check on him. Actually, analyze. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> I'm to analyze the way he's looking at me. I don't like the way he's looking at me. <laughs> what an asshole. What a- <laughs> you look at me funny, man. <laughs> 17. He looks like he's just... The source... You've you've done some research on the source. You know that the source is basically the. It's basically like the dawn to the dusk, where where it comes to like to void energy. Source is what allows you to negate any kind of void. So, anyone who is able to wield source energy would be threatening to you, because you wield void. But he also says that a void walker, and he looks at you when he says this. Does he make it sound like since I can control uh, these void roads that I technically have the powers of a void walker? So you technically I- do have, yes, yeah, it seems like that, but he doesn't know for sure. Like, he thinks that he, he does think that you are. You haven't become a void walker. Yeah, like he he knows that you haven't become a void walker, but he feels like you're on the path. Mm-hmm. And he just glares at you. I do not wish to control these Reticon. I want them to become. I want them to come back. 
what Nearest has done is unforgivable. Then you must cleanse them of their seeds. I don't... I have power of source, but not nearly enough. And where can we get more? Moriot. Then we will head there when we are able to. There are other reticon there. Yes. Then we shall reunite with more of our people. May this bridge the gap. I will do what I must. Tintin kind of comes over to you and is like, What shall we do about Nerez in the meantime? Moriart is quite a ways away. Archon. We still have our first area to colonize. So we'll take care of that first. Yes. We want to make sure that these other reticon that Nerez displaced. We need to make sure they're taken care of in the meantime. They are our brothers. We must protect them. We are all children of Eve Moore. And of course I said that line specifically for Zermo to hear it. Mm-hmm. Okay. As for Nearest, though, that liquid... That corrupts them. Have you been able to study it yet? Are you talking to Tenton or are you talking to... Tenton on this one. And this one specifically only so Tenton can hear it. Okay. He's like... It's... It's what caused them to become the way they are. I... It has... still have to do a few more studies but it has something to do with those the chambers that we found Zermo in something like that the liquid perhaps on that codex the codex that you have of the journal So then the question is, how did he gain access when I could not? The one that has been preventing me from being able to read it is also communicating with Nearest. I'm going to see what I can find out. Perhaps it's a precautionary measure this one that has been planning all of this. They want to make sure that you're on board. What better way than to 
find one of your lackeys who isn't as loyal as the rest and get into their heads. Well, that's exactly what I'm going to do, Tenton. Hmm. Come with me. Of course, Archon. And he begins to walk with you. Where are you going? We're going to go to Nerus's chamber. Okay. You go over to Nerus's chamber. Which one? Which one? The the one that was hidden from you or the actual one? No, the actual one. Okay. Like where we would find Where Nearest. you would find Nearest. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> unless he's in the other chamber, then we'll be like, surprise. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> uh, as you go up, you see uh, a guard at the door. And he's like, Archon, hello. Nearest is inside. Thank you. And he moves out of the way. He's like, oh, and Archon, can I, can I say something? Of course. You're awesome. Why, thank you. Keep oh. up the great work. Oh. And he, he's, he's an enforcer. You can, yeah, tell. I can tell. I can tell. I can tell by the demeanor. <laughs> yeah. And he, he looks over and he's like, oh, gosh, I got to tell everyone else that the Argon's in. And then he, <laughs> he, he walks in and is like, attention uh, is just like, I wish I had that much, you know, notoriety. It, it has its perks at times, but it also comes with responsibility. With great power comes... Yeah, whatever. No copyright here. <laughs> As it opens up, you see uh, a chamber that kind of go. Uh, it opens up into a large, um, kind of like communications tower that with a spiral staircase, and then you see at the top of the spiral staircase, standing up, is Nearest. It looks down. It's like Archon and Texpia. To what do I owe the pleasure? And then you see him begins to walk down. He is in a robe right now. Grand Arbiter, it's good to see you. We're just taking care of casualty reports. Ah, yes. Unfortunately, we lost several lives today. Yes. I was wondering, um, there were some men that I believe that died under your watch, which is completely understandable given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. We just want to get some more detailed reports on the matter. And uh, and uh, Tenton here, Texpear, is just going to be, you know, recording this. Just for our records. You see he pulls out a codex and, and be- it begins to scan the, the room. And then... Typical right. procedure, of course. Of course, Archon. So please... Um, tell me a bit about what happened to the four under your command initially. Initially, we broke off from Archcommander Vorman's troopers. And we went to go and scout out the carvers in question. We didn't quite know that they were carvers at the time. We did witness a few of these serpents, the Seneca, and Upon further investigation, they tend to have some kind of hide that allows them to be, to utilize stealth. Perhaps this is what will allow the carvers to have stealth parts. But they moved quick through the 
asteroid's atmosphere, and at least there's no actual atmosphere. They breathe inside space somehow, or exist in space, in the immense pressure of it all. Um, and they feed on brain matter. I wished that my men wouldn't have gone in so quickly, but when they did so, it was quite terrifying to watch, to say the least. But it made me realize that the Selica, they are, they can be tamed in some way. After all the carvers were able to do it. But they said they tend to eat at brain matter. And the more brain matter that you have, the more hungry they become. They tried to come after me, and my men defended me. And then they lost their lives. There was but 20 of those things. I got all of there as quick as I could. And we fired upon them. Can I, I want to roll an analyze check on them. Okay, go ahead. Crit. What's the total? 28. 28? Do you have anything else? No, let me see. No, I do not. It looks like he's telling the truth. And he's like, if we had had them, if they had survived, the carvers that we fought today would have been dealt with much quicker and swifter to that I say I was weak and I apologize Archon and I I hope he more and he looks up I hope she will keep my men safe and that they will watch over us as we claim this space for our own you see the text beer you kind of like look, look over at the text spear, and the text spear is just like staring at him. Go, go ahead and roll and analyze on the, on the text spear now. Way less than my last roll. <laughs> but, uh... Twenty. Twenty. Uh, you look at him, and you can tell that he got something out of out of this. Like he's looking at he's. 
he's looking at Nearest. And then looks over at you, and then he nods. And then you see the codex turns off. All right, we are finished. Yes, we are, Nearest. Thank you. Of course, Archon. I'll be calling a meeting soon after we finish with the rest of the casualty reports for our next steps. Of course. I'll see you there. And he nods, and you head out. And as you head out, you head down the hall, you head back to your chamber, and a text beer um, looks at you and says, He likes to perform. <laughs> Seems he's gotten good at it, too. He has, but you found something. What is it? He was good until he began to talk about Eve more. And his men. He has a tell when it comes to those. He has no faith in that, in our, in our belief. And I know exactly what to do. We're going to call a meeting. Gather a couple more. Uh, send a couple of your other men to gather the rest of the casualty reports. Of course. And then within a few minutes after, we'll call everyone down to the center platform. Yes, Archon. As he goes to gather the men up, he gets casualty reports. And then the meeting is called. Who would you like to attend the meeting? Everyone. Everyone. So you're going to the, like, the bridge. Oh, we're going to the bridge. Yeah. Oh, this is... Okay. It's one of those. Okay. Okay, let me uh, get this prepared. Yeah, let me get this prepared. (laughs) All right. You call everyone up to the bridge. It's crowded. People to do send to stay like some of the lower ranked officials kind of stay out of there, but are listening in. Yeah, as long as we have some people taking care of the resources and all that, makes sure things are everyone is making sure that the ships are exactly, but just so that everyone can hear what's going on. But everyone was expecting this they wanted they were waiting for something like this to happen because of what just happened they want to hear what what happened you are there with the arch commander the grand arbiter master forger zermo is inside there with two enforcers behind him making sure that he's keeping Keep kept in check. Uh, and also, uh, Techspear Tenton is there, who called the meeting to begin with. And he's 
he says to you. You have the floor, Archon. I'm going to give a little nod to Tenten. Oh, sorry. I'm going to give a little nod to Tenten. Okay. But he's going to he's gonna know that there is a certain signal to a, certain, a nod that I'm going to be giving. Okay. And he'll know exactly what to do from there. Oh, what, what, what will he do? You'll know when I say it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Trust me, it's stuff that's pl- possible and makes sense. Here. Okay. It's not, it's not going to be like some like Deus Ex Machina crap. <laughs> so, and everyone's, everyone's already gathered? Yes, everyone's okay. gathered. Attention, Reticon. I'm here to provide a summary of the mission we just undertook. We went and we forgot the resources we need to power Mother Kine to take us to a first destination. We encountered a few different types of creatures, carvers being some of the most dangerous. We have their captain in hopes not just to learn more, but to be able to use their skin, their armor, whatever allows them that gives them their strength. We will forge that into our own armor, to our own weapons, to pierce through our enemies. We hope to achieve much by doing this. We made allies with the Ritanium, sentient metal, that share a similar goal. And without them, our victory in our great battle would not have been so easy. We did lose some. One of those being Commander Wrighton. Let me tell you what occurred in his final moments. Surrounded by carvers, we slashed at them. We killed many but they pierced through my armor. I became exposed to deep space. And in a moment of sacrifice, Commander Wrighton willingly and with a smile on his face gave me his pack so that I could breathe and that I may continue to live. You see, they all bow their heads in respect. He will not be forgotten. To Evemore, he shall go. To Evemore, he shall go. But there is more. I have made a discovery. One quite important. Grand Arbiter Nearest, please step forward. He looks around confused and he begins to step forward. Yes, my Archon, any bells? I would like to thank you. Text fear. 
walks over towards you and behind you. And the nearest looks at you, confused for a second, and then smiles like he knows what you're talking about. For the information. Of course. That you are giving me, and I'm going to probe him. You're going to probe him? Like, probe, probe him? Like, yeah, yeah, I have the. I have okay, the thing. go I'm ahead. I'm going to learn everything. <laughs> go ahead. Unfiltered. My men will know what he has done. <laughs> go ahead. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Wow. Uh, this is yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Give me. He did not see this coming. Did not. Did not. You grab onto his head, putting your fingers on onto his temple and and his his forehead. And then your eyes go white as they twist back into into the back of your head. And his eyes go white. And you dive through his mind. And you see a door open up. And you see the tubes with his men all sitting there on their med beds. And they say, Near us, you're ready. All right. We're going to do the first test. Make sure that it works properly. And then we're going to try to bring you back. Understood? Yes, near us. Whatever you say, we are with you to the end. Let's hope the Archon's power is able to be given to others so that when he is gone others can succeed him. And then he administers the fluid and the men begin to contort and they lift up. It's like and they begin to try to attack Neris and Neris uh, go r- rushes over and quickly 
uh, clicks a button and you see on their forehead and like shock shocks them and then they fall to their knees and then uh, you see he uh, he comes over and he goes and checks the uh, the Redicon his men and he's like alright uh, we, we need help we need some help uh, put him down and, and you see he gets bolted to the bed and he's like, struggling to get out but he seems to be somewhat paralyzed for a second and then Nearest comes up and is like I don't know what happened but I'll figure it out I promise you you will become stronger than any of us could be and it'll be for the Archon and you see it fades away and it fades back into a memory of him at a desk with all these notes on on different codexes and he's like how does he do it? How does Saivan control this power? And then suddenly you hear a and he looks over and he stands up and he goes over towards a pile of uh, codexes in the corner. And he goes and checks through them, looking for whatever is making that sound. And he pulls one out. And he walks over. And as you look at what it says, it has some kind of formula on it. And it's a white codex with black text on it. And then at the bottom of the formula, it says, For the Archon. And then he begins to check the formula and begins to experiment. It becomes many marks. As he continues this, it can becomes months. Arrays pass. And then finally, the memory brings him to the, t- the day that you're, the mark that your ship, the mother kind, is leaving. And he makes sure to build a secret chamber inside the brig to make sure that his men that have gone through the experiments are stationed there are brought with him so he can continue and make them better stronger and you get the sense that 
he's not doing this because he is trying to overthrow you in some way. He's doing this because he wants the Archon's name to live on even past you. But this consumption seems to only make your men into slaves in some way. Sometimes even zombified to where they have no will of their own anymore. But the men who went through with it seemed to have some kind of loyalty towards Nearus. But as he continued, as Nearus continued his mind, he felt like the power, the power that this could give a single person. so great he wanted to make sure that it worked so he made sure that him that he is considered an archon in these men's eyes the archon giving them the serum until today and then you <laughs> come out of it and near us and he kneels down he's like forgive me I have I have kept secrets from you and everyone's like you like hear a full on gasp throughout the room throughout the bridge of the ship and he looks up at you he's like and he waits Go on. Tell them. I want to make sure our people survive past our Archon's time. Therefore, I want to make us stronger. And to do so, we must do exactly as we've done since, since the beginning. Like the Zakite. We must embrace the power that our Archon has. And become 
his most loyal followers. Whoever that may be, past your life, Siron, I only did what I did to continue our people. I know you genuinely believe what you did was right. But you did, and you have, ignored one of my greatest lessons. Where true loyalty lies. It comes from those with the will to decide. With the will to decide, this is how we can test one's loyalty. When they choose Eve more, that is the greatest gift they can receive. What you attempted to do was deprive them of that choice. You turned our people into mere zombies. I saw the experiments. I... But I have perfected it. Archon. And Eve Moyes. Eve Moore is not here. But you are. And we are. And when you are gone... Just as Commander Wrighton saw that you could be gone. Who will take your place? Evemore decides that. Just like how she chose me and how the Grand Seer made this observation. You took these matters into your own hands. It must have been admirable at a time. But you've gone too far and ignored all of my lessons to you. Please. Sivan. What can I do to make up for this? I'm going to look at all the other reticon. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, what can one do to atone for their sins? Face Eve more. Everyone begins to chant, face Eve more. Face Eve more. Face Eve more. And then I'm going to look over to Tenton and I'm going to nod at him for the signal, which is for him to show the images of those experiments, his room and all of it. They Tenton goes over to the console and and begins to show all of the information that all the things that you discovered that Nearest has been experimenting with. I do not hide the truth from my people because the goal is to unite them. 
Even you just admitted to one of the gravest of sins. You claimed Evemore was not here. Arkhan. You may do what you must. And he bows his head. And the Arch Commander walks up to you. What is your will? Arch Commander, this is not my will. This is Evemore's will. And what do you do? I go up uh, to... uh, Oh my god, I almost forgot Nero's name. Oh god. He doesn't exist in my mind anymore. That's just how bad he is. Okay. What do you do? I go up to him. And I take my Devastator. As you take your Devastator, are you going to swing it? I'm going to do the swinging motion, but stop right at his neck. As you go and take the swinging motion, stop right at his neck, you feel something come over you, and you see right behind him a figure appears. And you see Evemore standing there, and you stop, and she stands there, and she smiles at you. And then you see her flow right behind your ear. And you hear her say, Consume him like he did to his men. And as that happens, you feel yourself kind of lose grip of your own will. And you feel like it has become even worse as your hand begins to grab behind you and grab onto a void rune. And as you lower the Devastator with the other hand and you go and pull the rune, the void rune, right in front of his head. You release the rest of the charges on the rune. And it goes all around his head. And he And you lower your devastator. He looks up to you. And he stands up. And he says,
what can I do for Evemore? And then I am going to look towards everyone else. I did not kill him because he truly means well. But he tried to use my gift that was bestowed upon me by Evemore herself and has tried to make a perversion of it. I perfected the gift. As you can see, he is now loyal to me and to Eve Moore. And they all chant Archon at once. And that's where we'll end the session. Well, that was a long session. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, dang. Sorry, guys, for it being so long, but uh, it, it was going to be a big a big one. I did say that it was going to be a big one. Um, and that was over three hours long. So are we actually going to release those like one episode? Is this going to be split into two? Uh, I might split it into two. I might have it be like, oh, like for an entire week, it'd be like that. Mm-hmm that whole thing but we'll see okay yeah we, we can talk more about it later but i got you. you you'll find out you'll find out at the week the, the week the week of <laughs> when it comes out i get you but yeah uh that, that was good thank you what, 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 what'd you think of everything rocky start <laughs> but it was a rocky start dude i had so much planned you like i like i had all this stuff planned i had you literally failed on the first roll it's not up to me. I know, I know, but like, <laughs> it was a fifteen for the stealth check. It was literally like, oh, roll stealth check fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you succeeded, you would have spotted the carvers and the console and the antenna, mm-hmm. and then I would have had you roll a perception check, and you could have heard. If you succeeded on that, you could have heard uh, that. Arch Commander and Grad, the Grand Arbiter was communicating with one another mm-hmm. over, over the the console over there, um, and then you could have rolled a strategy check for that to see how what like how what was the plan, mm-hmm. and then you could have tried to basically like take them all out in one go without having to deal with all the extra stuff. And Commander Wrighton would have dead when I have died. Uh, <laughs> may he be reborn in power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. You, you, and you got like a full on like this is your this is your saga, Jaren. The right the Reticon saga. Did you ever think that that was going to be your saga? I think it's a little concerning how easy this came to me yeah. and how natural it was. But I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so far, Siron. Yeah. Siron is. I, a... I've been playing. I, I mm-hmm. I've been pl- planting him out and like planting the seeds throughout the podcast. No, I've noticed. I've noticed. Yeah. I hope everyone else has noticed. <laughs> But yeah, they can't ignore it now. No, they can't. Anything else you want you want to say to to the audience? Uh, well, I'd like to thank you all for uh, listening. Um, if this is released as one episode, I commend you all for making it this long. Yeah, yeah, it, a long one, 
long one, guys. Oh yeah, I definitely hoped. Uh, you but were- I mean, if you if you listen to like Critical Role and the other tabletop okay. RPGs, they do like four hour games game nights too. Oh. Well, of course, yeah, no, but like compared to what your typical like you know podcast sessions yeah. last, I mean, this is way, this is way different. Yeah, yeah. this but is I, this I is usually things up. this is what you what our old like our old sessions used to be like. We used to just keep going and going mm-hmm. and going, but yeah, I just wanted to get that like that end part. I wanted to feature Zermo at some point. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get the end part out of the way with Nearest and make sure that like that like all kind of came into fruition. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely interesting. Yeah. I was surprised that you're going to stop there. Well, I actually thought you were going to actually kill him. I was thinking that, but the thing is, and I'll explain my reasoning to this right now, just just because we're here, which is that you showed me that Nearest actually had more good into like what he was doing. His intentions were good, of mm-hmm. course. Road to Hell's paved in good intentions. Yeah, but I saw that. I think the punishment should fit the crime. So using that void rune. Or even using some of the liquid that was used, I was actually originally gonna get to just to bring me that liquid and then use it on him. Oh shit! Instead, that bad. <laughs> so then I could see, like, see now you're gonna make your men suffer through exactly what you went through, make the punishment fit the crime. But since you already had Eve Moore's the will actually influence the decision I was making because of my fatal flaw, not, not sure if I regret that yet, but I think <laughs> I will. <laughs> but I'd stay true to my character. Um, use that, use that rune. This way, I perfected that. Now, of course. You know, where we go from here with this, I'm showing them that I have the ability to do this, but I'm not going to use this on everybody whatsoever. The point is, I want everyone to make their own decisions. I showed everyone what was being done because Mm -hmm. I care about transparency, but I'm still a leader who can get it done. And I am not afraid to call out those who work right below me, even if they're at the highest levels. Dang. (laughs) Ayatollah Kamani got nothing on me. Uh. Well, I I I really enjoy Siron and I'm excited to see where he goes because of just like everything that I have planned. Mm-hmm. And uh I liked I like that I got to feature some of the uh the codex stuff with the with uh the one that shall not be named because well, exactly. no one knows yeah. the name of them. Exactly. I'm not going to get into that because I mean I don't even know too much about that yet either, but the point is I was concerned that he was actually doing some more work for that person, which is why I needed to do the probe. Mm-hmm. Because if I was just going to kill him again that info, it wasn't going to help. I needed to try to stay like one step ahead or at least have the assumption that I was one step ahead. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to probe and see what I could get. Yeah. And what would you think? So, well, th- then that's when I found out he was actually being somewhat more sincere. It's just it really was a perversion. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I decided to keep him alive and show him that, hey, not only can I do what you couldn't do, but I did it better. And my men also respect me for it. I literally did like a triple power play. Yeah. On that one. Good. That, that was I good. I was flexing. <laughs> I, I actually I got stuff done. I increased my whole team's loyalty to me and to Eve more as well. You know, I think it was successful. Yeah. Rocky start, but I think we ended it really well. Yeah, it was good because it was like it, it was like the first session was just really like you just had a rocky session for the, for the first one. The second one it was just like Siron. That was Siron because yeah. <laughs> you crit like multiple times oh, I throughout it. I know. Whenever we record the Siron stuff now, I've been realizing like my rolls haven't been I, as good. I think I <laughs> I don't know what I, it is. I know I, I I don't think it's a recording. I think it's like we just haven't been playing for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, and no. so because you know, we're busy and all that stuff. But of course, this this last session was just like a, like a full encompassment of the of both sessions before, and it's like 
That was good. It was good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, so thank you. And then we're going to do some extra stuff too with Siren coming up soon. You'll, you'll hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's got, there's a lot coming for all of you. And thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for all. Thank you all for listening to this session. And I hope you, uh, you stay safe because, you know, if death comes to you, hopefully you become reborn in power. Thank you. I thank you for listening to Dusk vs. Dawn. With each entry, we explore deeper aspects of the turmoil within the Core Realms. I hope you are listening carefully as we get closer to the climax of Evemore's will. Also, if you want to be reborn yourself, You can subscribe as a Chosen to access Chosen Creation and exclusive Codex entries. Until next time, travelers. Be safe. Stay safe. And if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.